my name is Tavish Sharma. I'm 18 years old. My app and organization is called Solve Hunger. Age doesn't really matter when a cause is very strong in your mind and your heart. You can't be afraid. No matter how ambitious your goal is, you never know where your journey is going to take you. Go get what you want because no one else is going to do it for you and maybe no one else is going to even do it. Welcome to The Genius Generation, a podcast where we talk to young people doing incredible things in the world of STEM. I'm your host, Dr. Stephanie Castillo. I'm a science producer, writer, and content creator with a PhD in science communication. On today's episode, we're talking to Tavish Sharma, a high school senior and a creator of Solve Hunger, a free platform that bridges the gap between the community and food banks. Welcome, Tavish. Hi, nice to be here. We're really excited to have you. And so I just want to dive in. Can you provide us an overview of how your app Solve Hunger works? Solve Hunger is an app and it's also an organization. The app pretty much has three main functions. It allows for people to sign up for volunteer shifts that food banks have posted on the app. It also allows for people to see food need lists that food banks post. So it gives food items in green, yellow, or red in order of severity of necessity. And the app also has an events tab, which allows food banks and volunteers to post food drives, fundraisers, anything related to food banks to raise money or raise food to donate to them. It sounds like a very detailed app and I can't wait to go deep into it. But before that, why was it important for you to bridge the food banks with the community? What are you trying to solve? I realized that the problem was not that we didn't have enough food, but that we couldn't get it to the people who needed it the most. And rather than it being stuck up in people's pantries inside their houses, getting that food out that's not even being used to those food banks is one part of the equation that I saw that was being overlooked. And why an app? I think food banks have a problem where they have websites and they're very obscure and hard to find, at least in my experiences. So an app um, is extremely universal. Everyone has a phone and so everyone can use it. And it's really easy to find because it also has a pretty simple name and it's used by all food banks and you can find each and every one of them on there that's partnered with us. I had a lot of experience working with food banks. Um, I'd worked with them pretty much throughout my whole entire life, but that's attributed to my parents because they've helped me, uh, you know, get in contact with food banks when I was younger. And of course, they always thought that volunteering was important. To get more insight on how I wanted to design my app, I also talked to a bunch of different food banks that I was close to about what they would need. Did you have prior experience with like designing apps before? Not at all. I had like pretty much zero experience with any of the app stuff, anything working with Apple. I learned Swift, which is the language that I coded the app in by myself using videos, taking a couple courses over like the summer of 2020. I took some basic computer science honors course when I was a sophomore learning Python, but I'd never like been exposed to like raw object oriented code until then. And it was a steep learning curve. What does that even mean? <laughs> what do you mean like raw object orienting? Just seeing like the lines of code. When I learned code originally, it was like blocks, right? Like they teach you like Scratch and Python and it's like, oh, here are the blocks and you drag and drop the blocks that are already made. But when you open up Swift, it's like, oh, there's a blank canvas and I have to type everything. Oh and goodness. that's like, that's so daunting, especially to my 16 year old brain and really any brain even now, it's, it's uh, scary. So yeah. <laughs> that was very difficult. How old were you when you started volunteering at food banks? I know you said that your family brought you into it, but like, is this part of something that you do all the time? When I was in seventh grade, 
I went to visit my cousins in California and it's kind of a thing in my culture to start the year off with a good deed. And so uh, New Year's Day, after being up partying until like 2 a.m., I get woken up at like 6 a.m. and I honestly was so not into it. We go to the campus of UC Berkeley and there's like a huge table line. I'm like, okay, what are we doing here? Considering I can barely keep my eyes open. There's a huge line of um, these homeless people that are walking up to get food. And I was told by one of my uncle's friends that everyone really likes the brown sugar and to give them plenty on their oatmeal. And so I would scoop the brown sugar. And about like the third time through, I realized that there were some people coming through a bunch of times. And so one man actually said hi to me on like his third time through. And his name was Joe. And he told me that that meal every year was his lucky charm meal. And I think that hearing that and that I was able to have that effect on somebody sort of revolutionized my thinking of the hunger problem. Before that, it just been something that I'd go to, volunteer at the food banks with my parents. But now it's something that I actually had a heartful connection with. That probably is like a very eye-opening and also very impactful for you to still kind of have that vivid memory to continue to talk about it and continue to motivate you to be a part of this movement. How long did it take before you decided to start working on this app? I started coding the app during my sophomore year. COVID put like a wrench in the system. That wasn't supposed to happen. COVID's effects sort of started before the big shutdown in the middle of March. And so February, January, March, there was a bigger influx at the food banks that I was helping with. And you could see that people would just start lining up at the food banks. And one day after I ran some food drives in March, I went to donate them to the food bank close to my hometown. The first thing I saw was a mile long line, literally, of cars waiting to get food at the food bank. And I think that image is another one that's sort of imprinted in my head forever. And it motivated me and it also inspired me to do something to help those people. Yeah, with more people experience homelessness while the pandemic happened, like I can only imagine just kind of like the strain to how food banks are typically run and the need for having an app to kind of streamline that. How long did it take for you to start finally getting to like the last iteration of your app? Yeah, that was definitely a process. My app got published to the App Store in October of 2020. A lot of that had to do with me having to learn the whole programming language of Swift and also having to learn how to design the app, like actually drag and drop the things that I wanted and the colors that I wanted and everything like that. I actually had the app kind of finished by July, August-ish, and I submitted it at the beginning of August, but the next part of the process came with my struggle with Apple, and I wasn't able to publish the app because there were a couple things wrong with it, as Apple said. I didn't think so, but you know, <laughs> I guess I have to abide by their rules when I'm putting stuff on their platform. For sure, for sure, for sure. So I had to change a bunch of stuff after I got a feedback. Beginning of September, I get an email that my app's been reviewed, and I'm optimistically sitting there like, oh, yay, it's going to get published. And there's the denial. And I'm like, oh, oh my goodness, really? Yeah. And I changed that up and I sent it back in again. And they got back to me with a no again. And finally, I submitted it middle to end of September. And I got it published in the middle of October. And that was like such a rewarding experience. Like finally seeing it on the App Store. That was awesome. Once the app finally launched... What was the next steps? Was it trying to get food banks on board with the app? Yes, that was definitely the biggest problem that I had because 
When a 16 year old walks up to a food bank and tells them that they have something to help them, people are really apprehensive, I realized. So all these people that lead the food banks are from a different generation than I was. And it was really hard to convey to them that I had something that could help them, considering that I was just a high school student. What do you think was the reservations that they had just because of your age? Yeah, they didn't take me seriously and they didn't know that I could provide results. So my strategy after that and since then continuing has been to run food drives for those food banks without them knowing, and then bring a bunch of food to them and show them, this is what I can do. Now I just need your help. I decided that during the beginning of COVID, I'd put bins at the end of my driveway and I'd advertise the food drive a ton. And I'd actually like overdo it because I wanted people to see it a hundred times <laughs> so that they'd know that this was happening. I'd put it everywhere. I'd, I'd even like staple the flyers to like trees around the neighborhood and just get it to everybody as much as I could. It started out with a lot of emailing, asking for times where they were available. Most of the time I didn't tell them that I was a kid because I wanted them to actually answer my email. At the beginning of it, I didn't even have my license. So I'd have my dad drive me around to the places. So then once I got there with the stuff, I just remember the people who led the food banks, their jaws just dropping because they're like, oh, he was serious. Like most people just come in with a couple of bags, but my first food drives, two of them, I raised over two tons of food. Wow. And I brought it to four different food banks and everyone was like jaw dropped, like a 16 year old, 17 year old did that. How many partners do you initially start off with and how has it eventually grown to what it is now? It started off really small, like five food banks. After that, you know, I realized that I had a strong core. So I did my result tactic with other food banks. So I'd, you know, ask someone or do a food drive and bring stuff to the food banks and then, you know, get them on board. And it was a slower process until about summer of 2021. So summer of last year. And that's when I decided that I had like a group of like 30 food banks in Illinois and I was ready to expand nationally. And I registered for some speaking online at this place called the National Academies. And I got selected as a speaker. I made a video and the video was played in front of 2,500 STEM students from across the country. Wow. And it was played at five different conventions. And I got tons of emails because I put my email at the end because I wanted people to reach out to me. I expanded from that into 13 different states. Wow. And now I have double, so over 60 food banks that I work with now across the country. That's so hardcore. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's really awesome. What is the impact of your app? If you add up all the people that the food banks serve, it's over 85,000 people. Wow. Which is like mind blowing to me because I can't even picture 85,000 people. Like that's insane to me, but I feel like the impact sometimes can't be measured by numbers. One of my favorite people is one of the first food banks that I ever talked to. And it's a really close one to me. And the leader of that food bank, a great person, his name's Mr. Daniel Love. And he's worked really closely with me, been a great mentor to me, helping out with the whole process. And so every month, at least I get an email from him telling him how much I've helped his food bank specifically. And so I feel like those like those emails from him and other food bank leaders like make me realize how much I'm helping. So you've done a lot and it's grown a lot. What was your first moment where you realized, oh man, like I actually designed something that is worthwhile and that is beneficial? Right when my app launched, I had a launch event. It was called Wheels for Meals because we biked around and picked up food from all the different households that were on the food drive route. 
I think the moment where I was like, wow, this can go far. And I created something that was worthwhile was when I stopped biking around and I just sat there and I looked and I saw all of these people, all the volunteers biking around, you know, grabbing bags off of porches and bringing them to the drop off locations. And I just realized like, I did it. Hey, I wish it was like the TikTok trend where it has like the music when it's just like, this is a core memory. <laughs> yeah, 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 literally, yeah, it was that one, yeah. Yeah, that's how I felt. Do you have any STEM heroes or anyone that you look up to to kind of like inspire yourself or in your journey? I know it's cheesy, but I definitely look up to my dad a ton. He moved here to America in 1997 from India when he was like just fresh out of college. I think that the way that he sort of created his own path is so inspiring to me because he had pretty much nothing when he moved here. He was like a kid who spoke English, but it was a little bit broken. And, you know, he was just finding his own way. And so getting from there to where he is now, like the director of IT at his company is like so amazing to me that I just look up to him so much. I think that's a common story that we have as like being a child of immigrants of just seeing the hustle that it takes our parents to do in order for them to give us a better opportunity. But also we want to reflect that because, yeah, we look up to them. We just like inspired by their discipline, their dedication, their drive to continue, especially in a new country. So I really resonate with that story. Do you have any advice for younger people who want to pursue something similar? I would say that you can't be afraid, no matter how ambitious your goal is. My goal was to solve hunger. And I'm not gonna lie, that's a little bit ambitious. Maybe a lot bit ambitious. You never know where your journey is gonna take you. And I think that being a go-getter is so important when you're working with causes that are so big. Just go get what you want because no one else is gonna do it for you. And maybe no one else is gonna even do it. A true word from the heart. And I just like, so like admire your passion and your dedication and your genuine want to continue to have impact in your community. I think it's really, it's really awesome and really powerful. Thank you. You're welcome. If you can change one thing about the world, what would it be? I probably want to change the amount that technology is in our lives. Um, not because of how much we use it, but how much less human connection has been valued. And I think that that human connection, the face-to-face -face, is so incredibly important, no matter in what field or anything that you're in, we can change the world. We just got to get out of our phones. We have to want to connect with each other in order to make some kind of change. Thank you so much, Tavish. You are truly an inspiring person. I'm really excited to see what the future of your app does and your organization, Self Hunger, does. And I just want to thank you for joining us today on the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. Funding for the Genius Generation comes from the Arthur Vining Davis Foundations, investing in our common future. Support for Tracks comes from the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. This is Tracks from PRX.